Hello and welcome to this extra bonus episode of the Random Wrestling Review. We've got some all kinds of... Oh, I can't even think of the word. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of stuff going on between Matt and Stephen here who are joining me for this episode. Welcome, both of you. Gentlemen. <laughs> so, once again, Matt and Stephen have referenced something in this recording that probably won't even have made it to air yet. <laughs> Guys, we are a few weeks out, I guess, as we record this from Sami Zayn's attempt at the WWE Universal World Heavyweight Galaxy Nonsense Championship. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to talk about Sami Zayn, the rise of Sami Zayn during the last six months, I suppose, uh, his storyline with the bloodline, all of that kind of stuff. Because this week on Twitter, there's been lots of talk about it. Some people have been comparing it to like great works of drama and, and literature in history, which I, it's a bit silly. But I understand why people are so excited, because probably for a lot of people, this is probably the best storyline they've ever seen, the most well-executed story they've ever seen in WWE's history. Like, if you only watched from 2010, for example, what has been a better story played out than this? I don't think anything, honestly. Yeah, I agree. So I guess I think it was just really good to just talk about it, talk about how good it actually has been, and talk about prospects of Sami Zayn going forward because I think that's really interesting too and also talk about what happened at the Rumble even though we're now a, a good few weeks removed from it um I put out a tweet at the time saying it's the best thing I've seen in wrestling for years and years and years that that last 15 minutes of the Royal Rumble show with that incredible angle between Sami Zayn, Reigns, Owens, Jey Uso the the dynamic between all four I thought was just tremendous with everybody playing their role and I thought to myself it's great but it's not that complicated. It's relatively simple. They're just a bunch of characters who have a specific driving force within their character that's led them to, to react in the ways that they're reacting. That's how all stories play out. Why is it so hard for WWE to do this? So, yeah, I, I guess over to you. What, what are your reflections on that? And, and where do you think Sami Zayn's going to go going forward? What do I think? I think the, the point around watching wrestling from 2010 onwards is, is a really valid one, because actually, what have we had in terms of long term storytelling? The Batista thing was really, really phenomenal. But that's five years before that. Da Daniel Bryan's story. I don't I don't buy that one because they never that was never the intention. No, the intention, they lucked into it. They lucked into it. The intention was to get the intention was to do Orton and Batista at WrestleMania. And actually, I think as well, and it's not Brian's fault, he didn't, he because he was injured and had his injuries, you never got, you never got the run after that. So I think the Sami Zayn, the thing for me about the really good storylines in WWE is we're not, we're not at the finish line yet. And the finish line isn't Sami and Roman at WrestleMania, uh, uh, um, Elimination Chamber. It's down the line. Is Sami Zayn going to be a legitimate, even upper mid card or lower main event star going forward? And if he is then this storyline is genuinely one of the better ones they've ever done. If he if he gets beaten by Reigns at Elimination Chamber, which I suspect will happen and is, is the right thing to happen, and he just kind of goes down and people don't buy into the next bit, then it, 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 it is still been incredible, but the, the payoff isn't quite there. What I'd like to see is, and I think we will get this, is that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win the tag team titles at WrestleMania, and then at some point... He splits off as a single and then you get maybe him and Cody down the line. And, I, and you know, Cody can be a heel just because Cody's a baby face now doesn't mean you can't do that storyline and then you get Sami Zayn back. But whatever way you look at it, whatever happens, it's been great. But it's this next bit now that's the key important thing. And I do I do think that doing that match in Montreal, unless you're putting the title on Zayn, 
which I don't think they were. I don't think they'll do at the moment. And I think he's got to get through it. I think it's the CM Punk in Chicago. It's a unique set of circumstances. And I think he had to go for that. I think that's why Zayn's not been in consideration for WrestleMania. Um, and I'm, I'm cool with that. I, I, I'm really looking forward to the match. And I, the only thing I was wondering is I thought Jey Uso was going to cost Sammy the title and kind of turn back towards Reigns. Then maybe they'll break him off. But I'm not sure he can get into Canada. So how do you do the finish is the, is the thing I'm wondering. Well, maybe that maybe that isn't the finish. Maybe they don't. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. don't have that as anything to do with it. <clears throat> I was also wondering whether or not, even if you have Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber, does that really mean you can't have a rematch at WrestleMania on night one? I don't know. Do you think they'll do that if they haven't got a main event I, for, for night one? I don't. But I just thought, you know, the, the suggestion was that just because they did it at Elimination Chamber, they couldn't do it again at WrestleMania. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't necessarily say that's true. I, they could do both. But then do you beat Sami again? is the thing possibly possibly it's yeah. a difficult one i'm not saying they would but i'm just i'm just interested in in that matt what did what was your reflection on it all well, well it's interesting you mentioned there about uh about jay not being able to get into canada because yeah um that that will certainly put a big span in the works because it is certainly not going to be a revolutionary idea at this point because to be honest i think people have mentioned it but i gotta be honest i, I think it works perfectly so let, let's just say the scenario is sammy versus roman at the chamber jay costs in the match and then they do uh, Sammy and Kevin uh, Kevin Owens versus the Usos WrestleMania. I, I, I think that's the perfect way of doing it. I, I think that would work great. I think the people would be so pissed off with Jay and the Usos. So I think that would literally transfer the heat from Roman onto them. They can then, you know, heat up Cody and Roman. So I, I do think that that's the, the perfect scenario. And hopefully one that they do certainly go with. I do want to touch on the 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 you know the the angle as a whole and you know the the execution at the rumble and everything and of course it, it, you know it's typical of me to to, try, to to see the bad part of something which I I don't necessarily want to do but fuck it whatever who cares I mean if you don't like it piss off when when it, when it <laughs> that's right people when it comes to this angle now don't get me wrong it, it was done great it was executed perfectly but you, you know you mentioned it earlier Ben where, where some people have been comparing it to works of art and and tv shows and, and things of that nature now don't get me wrong like i said in, in wrestling space that this was done very well um as a storyline it's it's really good and it's you know it, it's gripping it's it's definitely very entertaining but i'm just gonna say this now and i'm so sorry if this offends anybody but my god if you think this is actor you know in terms of acting quality you know award worthy you really need to watch a good fucking film or tv show because jesus it's not my god it's it's really not like and that i i've heard that a couple of times and it's really been in the back of my mind because it's really bugged me so I, I do have to get that part off my chest but doing that this has worked really well for Sami Zayn. the the thing that does concern me i don't see it working in the long run like you know you'd like to think ideally it's going to work in the sense of It'll make Sami Zayn a made man, one of the top guys, and, you know, future top of the card. I can't see that. Maybe other people can, and I'll, I'll happily admit on this that I'm being wrong. But, you know, if you were to say that Sami Zayn's going to be in the main event for, you know, the, the next year after this, and, you know, he'll face all the top guys, I, I can't see it. Um, and, you, and surely if you had him beat the top guys, I mean, I think I think I'm going to have a hard time with that myself. I, I don't see it as something that, that I that get be on board with. I don't know about you guys. To my my feeling on this is is twofold first of all it depends what, a what you do with the world title so if they split the two world titles then i can see a way in which you can have Sami Zayn in major matches for the world championship but i don't want it to come at the cost of roman reigns i don't think Sami's there 
personally. I don't think Cody's there either. I don't think Roman Reigns should lose the title. I've said it before. I think he should just keep the title until they, unless they genuinely don't think they've got anything left for him to do after WrestleMania, which is possible in fairness, then I don't want him to lose the belt. I just want him to keep it for as long as they can possibly keep him on the as the champion. The second part of that, though, is that maybe what they do here is this is how they make the tag teams finally mean something greater to the point where it could headline some pay-per-views. Is the, is the tag match big enough to headline night one? Could do, could be, in my view, the tag yeah. match could be big enough, given the storyline they've got behind it, given a, a good backup as well in, in various decent matches underneath. I think it could be. And not only that, yeah. but I think it could also be a a chance for them to create a tag team division that, that can headline future pay-per-views. We talked about it, what, a few weeks back. WrestleMania 9, Hogan and Beefcake win the titles. I know that they're not at the level of Hogan, but they are both very decent upper mid card almost main event guys in what has been a very emotional dramatic massively invested in storyline against the usos who are undoubtedly a all-time tag team at this point i think it's got is no one can claim otherwise now i think they are in that that category yeah. so a match between them first of all could headline wrestlemania but even if it doesn't that doesn't mean that in the future as tag team champions sammy Zayn and kevin owens couldn't continue to headline so long as they've got suitable opponents with again a storyline that's got the investment of the creative team to really figure out what the personal nature of this next feud or battle they're going to go into is so maybe they could do it that way rather than thinking about Sami Zayn as a main as a main event attraction as a single star maybe they think about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as a tag team as a main event attraction that can headline B-level pay-per-views Raw Smackdown regularly against big name tag teams that you can bring together you know in the past you know i know i know there's some <clears throat> questions as to whether they'll even return but the kinds of tag teams like orton and riddle for example yeah. could be the kind of level feuds that i think would really supplement a really good show in the future like a SummerSlam, you've got a really big main event and then an amazingly star-studded tag team title match that's what i could see them getting real value out of i don't know if that's the direction they're planning to go in i understand what matt's saying about sammy zane whether i really see him in that main event spot i'm not someone who responds to whether someone's a main event or not on the basis of any one thing i think there are lots of things you have to factor into them and personally i think the biggest thing is how much you think they draw as an individual sammy i think could draw is hugely over that pop when he turned on roman reigns was legitimately maybe not the loudest thing but legitimately the most organically heartfelt thing i've seen in wrestling for a long long time like a like it felt like a sigh of relief or just something really kind of like everybody in the building exhaling at, at once kind of like oh my god yes he needed to do that and there were bits about the the, the um, angle as great as it was that i might have done differently you know i wasn't necessarily all on board with sammy Zayn breaking with roman reigns at this point one working idea that i had going into the rumble was sammy Zayn goes into the rumble and wins it but is still part of the bloodline and the bloodline are trying to convince him how not to take the title shot and what else they could give him instead of doing that and that being kind of the next stage of their relationship but ultimately what they did was fantastic i'm not going to critique it because it's it was just absolutely exceptional the reactions the the facial facials i mean matt's your point it doesn't doesn't deserve an award but it genuine you genuinely felt it that was the thing you felt what they were doing there was it wasn't like these are wrestlers playing out a fake wrestling storyline this yeah. was you know an investable story that you're watching in front of you where you were lost in the moment even though you were perfectly aware it's fictional just like you do when you watch a good film or watch a good television program so that's why that's why people think people are going overboard because when have you seen that in wrestling for so long 
just haven't seen it. I think without Montreal, I think they may well have done what you said, Ben. I think I think without that, but it was time to pull the trigger. You got two weeks. You've got you've got you've, uh, three weeks, and you've got to just go, haven't you? I think at that point. So yeah. The problem, the the, the reason I do break with the CM Punk in Chicago thing is that CM Punk won, and Sami yeah. Zayn's not going to win, and it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like that great news story. That's what you want when you're in Montreal. You want Sami Zayn to be able to win. Unless he is. Well, that would be immense. And maybe and maybe that does set up WrestleMania one, WrestleMania night one rematch with Roman Reigns going back for the title. I don't know. But oh, I don't want it to happen because I don't want it. <laughs> no, to happen. I don't think he will, but I don't yeah. think he will. But I don't want it to happen anyway, because that would break Roman Reigns' title. Yeah. I, I also wonder whether or not they can have Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn wins somehow. The next night Heyman says, Well, the contract was actually only for the WWE title, not for both. Oh, I don't want that so badly, yeah. Talking about that, I think I know your view, Matt, on that, but I'm not sure I know yours, Ben. I'm so anti them splitting the title because I, I keep coming back to the question of why? What benefit does this have to muddy the waters in a promotion that had one world champion from, what, 1963 to, what, mid-2001? I think that the brand split is is it's not really a thing anymore. People go from no. show to show. We're not in a pay-per-view world now. It's certainly not a single brand pay-per-view where they had to have the world title on one show and then WWE title. So why do it? I don't, I don't, I don't, I think after WrestleMania, if you've got one champion, you get rid of the universal belt and you have a new title, winged eagle retro, I'd love it. Give it to Cody. And you just have, it's just, it's an undisputed WWE world champion and that, and that is it. And I, I don't see the benefit. I can, I can maybe see US title intercontinental show specific. I'd quite like to see them defended every single week on those shows or every other week or something. Tag titles, one, one belt as well. I don't, I don't, I don't see it now, but perhaps I'm missing something there. No, I don't. I, the only thing I do see it, the only way I do see it is that now would be the best time because you've got two nights of WrestleMania. So you kind yeah. of want two world titles, but Actually, I think I think you're right. And let's mimic that everywhere. Let's have one woman's title. The women can headline one night. The men can headline the other. Let's have one tag team title. Let's have one women's tag team title. Let's have one US or Intercontinental title. We don't need both. Why, why have you got both? What's the point in having more belts? Just, just get rid of one of them. One of them is the mid-level title. The other one doesn't exist. That's the way it should be, in my view. And if you want more belts, fine. But carve out a niche for what that belt is don't give us another one of the same that's the point there's just no earthly reason to have that especially when you consider that the conversations we've you know people have had about the rumble and the fact that two rumbles and the women and men's rumble like if you're going to have a women's rumble then make it worthwhile make it so that this is for the headlining slot at wrestlemania one of the night don't muddy the waters by saying well we've also got two men's matches that are a main event and two women's matches that are a main event and all the rest of it it's just silly just give us one of each and then then you can really make them special so i am with you really i don't think that they should split the titles but as i say now is actually the best time because you have two nights of wrestlemania so you ideally might want to do you know two quick things from me um yeah to, to, yeah talking about the the world titles there i mean yeah i i really don't want them to split them up but you know what it's happening i i, I don't oh. see it ha- i don't think it will happen as soon as wrestlemania but it's happening i, I think in the near future it definitely will happen why, why do you think that but why do you think that much i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just interested to know why you think that that's fine because they they still as much as you know yeah you know you they still do have people appear people from raw on smackdown smackdown on raw they still try to make it seem like they, there is a distinction <laughs> between the brands which let's face it there's not because pretty much everybody does appear but they still try to do it you know there still are live tours live event tours where they'll have certain groups of people 
from Raw and SmackDown quotes, you know, um, go on tour. So they, it's not always everybody together. So they still are doing it as if it is a draft. So I, I do definitely see them going that way again. I mean, I, I really hope they don't, but I, I definitely do see it coming back. And another very quick thing that I did just just wanted to put this um just put this out there. I have a feeling again could be totally wrong. I think if they do Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, a little bit of a prediction. I think Roman's going to retain. I think Roman Reigns will be champion past WrestleMania. I don't I don't see it being time for him to let it go yet. I agree. I don't want him to lose it. I think that they are going to do it though. I think they will have Cody Rhodes win. So I'm kind of in between. I don't want them to do it. I think they will, um, which is a shame to me because I, I think Roman should just retain. He's the biggest star. As simple as that. He's the biggest star. For me, Cody Rhodes is not. I just don't see him as the guy that gets huge amounts out of beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That Then that puts him on that super Nova journey to the top. Like I, I feel like he is at the position he should be at. It For me, it would be like giving Seth Rollins a victory over Roman Reigns at this point. I just don't really see that it adds value to anything or anybody. All it does is it removes the belt from the biggest star in the company and doesn't give you the chance to put it on all that equity into somebody else. And <clears throat> I guess in some ways, not that I think it's a better option, but in my view, Sami Zayn would get more out of beating Roman Reigns than Cody Rhodes does because I just don't I don't think he gets much out of it other than a title reign, which, again, I think is a relatively 2023 way of looking at things, which is, oh, well, Cody deserves his title reign because he's a big star and all the rest of it. And I'm just like, well, but what's the point? Why, why do it? Um, I guess it does throw up some new options for them in the main event. That's the big problem they've got right now is that Roman Reigns has probably faced everyone that he can face. That's the biggest problem that they've got is that if they keep the belt on Roman, who else does he face? Do you know what? I, I talked myself half into Sammy winning at Elimination Chamber on the Royal Rumble podcast I did. And I'm talking myself into this again somehow. I feel like no one expects it. And I still think... The Reigns-Cody match at WrestleMania is big enough. And I think the reason I would have Cody beat Reigns is because I think you've probably got to try something with someone at this point. And Cody does feel newer because he's not been around that much. But I, I'm not... And this is so anti how I would always have it because I don't like short title reigns. I'm not sure I wouldn't just have Sami Zayn beat Reigns. Even with like a Ric Flair, Randy Savage, dodgy feet on the ropes or something finished to protect Reigns a little bit. And then have a rematch the following week on SmackDown when Jay can get in the country. And he's because he's supposed to be on SmackDown this week or when we're recording this week. So by the time whenever this is out, people, he may be back already. But I think I might do that and then have Jay costing the title in the rematch. Then you go back to you go back to Randy and Cody and then Sammy's got the contract for the first one afterwards. And then you, you you wheel off with Sammy and Cody. And Cody could go heel at that point. If it's if the crowd's not getting into him as much as you want it to, you, you've got that. I think Roman's going to go away after us. I mean, I do think he's going to lose the title. I think we'll have a bit of a break and maybe he'll be back around SummerSlam. But the the, the, the really good thing about this is we're all, we've all watched wrestling for a long time. But how, how can you remember a time in recent memory when you've been this into the fantasy booking and the thinking about what's going to happen? I'm back. Like, I watch SmackDown on fast forward for most of it, but I'm into. I, I stop and watch this bit and some of the other bits, and I'm I'm into it again. But you know why that is, Stephen? Is because even though we're anticipating things and we think we know what was going to happen, we don't know for definite. Yeah, exactly. They planted enough doubt, which might be two percent of doubt, but they've planted enough that it makes you think. Actually, what are they going to do? 
I'm yeah. not entirely certain of what they're going to do because this is a difficult situation. If Roman Reigns comes through them all, then what options has he got? If Cody beats Roman Reigns, what does that really do for Cody? Where does Sami Zayn go? He's been really, really important. What about the relationship between Jey Uso and Sami Zayn? That's a really key factor of this whole thing. And I think it's just brilliant. It's made the Usos, it's made people be able to differentiate between the Usos. <laughs> two people who, I know that sounds really flippant, but they're two people who are twins they look exactly the same they're basically the same person and they'll only ever or at least up to this point have only seemingly been able to ever be in a tag team together there's no real other option for them suddenly they don't know not only distinguishable but also they they are they've got distinct characteristics and different you know motivations and stuff i just think that's that's brilliant you know yeah. you could have imagined that they'd be able to do that with the usos so that's what it is and it comes back to this thing about there's a difference between i've said this on the podcast before there's a difference between predictability and, and anticipation and anticipation is where you think you know something's going to happen but you're not sure but you want it to happen and so you're you're tuning in to see it happen for example all of austin's career people anticipated they'd win they were almost certain that he would, but they wanted to see him win. So they went and watched and bought the pay-per-view. Same with Hogan. Predictability is when you know what's going to happen. You don't want it to happen. and But it's inevitable. <laughs> and and that's where and that's the difference. And I think, you know, wrestling fans have got used to predictable. And this is actually anticipatory. They're in t- anticipating what will happen, but they don't know for definite. And I think that's why we're talking about it. Because we aren't sure where WWE are going to go with this. And I think that's really exciting. There's, there's a part of me as well that thinks if they go into WrestleMania and the tag team match is not the main event of either night, that maybe they shouldn't have Jey Uso turn on Sami Zayn until we get to WrestleMania or even after it. I quite like the idea of having a match for the tag team titles where Jey Uso and Sami Zayn's ultimate loyalties are not entirely certain. Or even that they are perfectly loyal to their partner, except they don't want to inflict hurt on the other. And maybe that is what impacts the end result of the match in some way, one way or the other. So again, I quite like the idea of that too. So again, it's just so much to think about and might be kind of caught up. And hell, the fact that most people think Roman Reigns is going to beat Sami Zayn isn't necessarily a bad thing, even if he does, because no one will be disappointed at the end if he doesn't. Yeah. There's, there's a chance. There's a chance he will win it, which is really exciting. Right, that is about enough on that subject. I think we've talked uh, all about Sami Zayn, and it's great. And I'm, you know, it's great to be so positive about it, especially leading up to WrestleMania, because this is this is what it's all about, right? Guys, thank you very much for your your time on this additional episode. For our listeners, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again very shortly, I'm sure. <laughs>